Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. <coughs> Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to the Angel Connection, a weekly show about all things angelic with your host, international healer and author, C.J. Martins. Good evening, my angel friends out there. This is C.J. Martis, and you're listening to The Angel Connection on Friday, May 4th. Woo, what a week, and I'm glad that all of you are spending some time with me on this Friday evening. I want to welcome you to this edition of my show that I've entitled Navigating Change, and I think this is a great topic to discuss it right now because, you know, so much change is occurring every day right now. In fact, I think a lot of us have been trying to catch our, our breath lately. And even though, you know, we want that positive change in our life, that doesn't mean that when things start really shifting that, you know, all of us don't have to deal with, you know, some amount of fear about it. So hopefully this show will help give you some pointers on that. After discussion of the topic that I selected tonight, I'll open up the phones in the last 10 minutes. Remember the call-in number is one eight seven seven. Two nine six zero three four five. Due to the number of callers I get each week, I'm really sorry if I can't get to everybody. Well, I hope everybody's had a great week. I want to start the show, uh, you know, with a little bit of a new segment, just uh, the prayer requests that I receive. So I ask that you know people continue to pray for Dell and her family to have strength during Dell's you know battle with cancer. It's very difficult on on her and her family. So. We pray for their strength. Please pray for Nita. She's been ill and out of work. So I'd ask that we pray for her health and success in finding employment. And maybe I'll send a big prayer out there for all those people who are looking for a job right now. I know that times are tough, so I'm always praying for people to find just what they're looking for. And please offer prayers for healing for Barbara's husband, who's been suffering from an illness for quite some time, and for Karina's daughter, who's suffering with a variety of kidney issues that she's had since she was a little girl, bless her heart. Well, you know how much I love the inspiring story. And if you listened to last week's show, we were talking about a lady who unexpectedly got a uh, a good Samaritan to buy her home that was in foreclosure. And this one's a little similar, so I guess I'm kind of on this uh, track about people's living situations. Um, but there was a lady, uh, you know, she's a single uh, mother of three, named Emma Noel, and uh, so she uh, answered an ad to uh, rent a home in Florida. And so she, like, you know, it's typical, you put, give them a security deposit, first and last month's rent, that kind of thing. And so she gives the money to the the gentleman, takes occupancy, moves in, and all of a sudden she has a sheriff at her door asking her to vacate the property. So this person scammed her, basically. Okay, so she she has to leave the property. 
because she gave the guy money, no contract or anything, showing that she was living there, and she ends up living on the street in a car with her three children. And so the Good Samaritan in the story was a business owner named Paul, and he had heard of the story, um, you know, and his heart really went out to her, and he was very angry that some guy would take advantage of a lady and her three kids and then just turn that on her and have the sheriff show up. And so he was a business owner and owner of a vacant house, so he actually opened the doors, allow her and her kids to move in rent-free. And he said, I'm just giving her time so she can save up the money again. I'm not charging her anything until she can afford to. And so I just thought that was a wonderful story. And, you know, when people do terrible things like that, I always know they get their comeuppance, but... I just thought it was wonderful that this lady who got, you know, somebody took all this money from her, which is probably, I used to be a single parent, a lot of money. (laughs) You just can't believe that people would do those things. So that is the inspiring story this week. And I'm always inspired when when I listen to those or read those stories on the Internet, as you know. So um, we're moving now, of course, to the part of my show where we do the angel message for the week. I know everybody waits and anticipates what the seraphim are going to share with us every week, as I do, even though I'm the one that actually channels it in every week. So here we go, guys. Dear ones, you know, what happens to you or how do you feel when the unexpected happens instead of what you had planned? Does it create sadness, disappointment, or worry? Recognize when you experience disappointment this week, even over something small. Please look closely at your daily expectations. This will allow you to understand and release feelings of disappointment whenever it occurs in your life. As a human, you will crave familiarity in order to feel safer and alleviate fear. As you learn to flow with synchronicity in your life, whatever keeps you from being your authentic self or prevents you from being in the now will rise to the surface to be healed. In the midst of this type of healing process, it can be very easy to feel disappointment more often or more intensely. You may feel more driven to want to plan everything out in great detail. When things are transforming in your life, it can make this craving even stronger. Disappointment can also come from your expectations of the others in your life. What if someone doesn't follow through on a promise or commitment they've made? This can cause you to feel less than or unworthy. Realize that a person's inability to deliver whatever they have promised you is not your fault or because you deserve to be let down either. Whenever things don't go according to plan, this can cause an intense emotional reaction. We want you to see that change is a big opportunity to reconcile issues you may have with control or negative thinking. You can choose to shift your mental view of these unexpected events from one of disappointment to excitement and self-discovery. If you look at the world right now, big changes are obviously happening everywhere. It can look as though the world is in chaos, but it's more like a restructuring process. Now your inner and outer worlds are in the midst of the same type of restructuring. This is a restructuring that you need and have asked for. So it's time to work on letting go of the need to plan things from a linear sense of time. It's time to become more flexible with your views, choices, and actions. In reality, you're changing every single day, whether you're conscious of it or not. There truly is nothing to fear. As you move through this week, the energy of personal transformation is being fully supported on a constant basis by divine compassion. We can tell you that if there's anything you can positively expect in your life, 
It is change, and change is good. Embracing change is the same as seeing an infinite number of new possibilities unfolding around you. Remember that when things change from your original plan or expectation, that they are happening for a reason. A change in course is really your divine self, realigning the situations in your daily life in order to move you toward the path that is in your higher good. We encourage you this week to release disappointment more and accept the flow of whatever is happening in your life. Find new ways to stretch yourself and move out of your comfort zone. Try something different than your normal routine. Celebrate the positive changes that we know you've already accomplished. We look forward to watching you embrace the new potentials in your life. As always, we are here to support these changes and to help with the fears that can arise. Just call upon us and we will be there with you in celebration and divine love. Until next time, dear ones, we are the Seraphim. Wow, there's a lot in this message this week. And, of course, you know, there's probably no accident that the angels want to communicate to us about being able to roll a little more fluidly with the change in our life, which leads into, of course, the topic this evening on navigating change. I have a quote here from Charles Darwin that says, It is not the strongest of the species that survives, nor the most intelligent, but the one most responsive to change. And I think that, you know, you you often hear me talk about learning to surrender or go with the flow a lot these days. In fact, I don't know, some people that hang around me a lot probably roll their eyes when I say that. Uh, Mostly because the nature of the universal shift we're in right now creates so many forces of change in our lives. And so I think if we're trying to control the things that are going on, you know, it can be especially bumpy or very, very challenging. And to me, change is a beautiful thing. But despite its innate beauty, it is one aspect of life that, you know, many of us resist. You know, why is it that some people can easily embrace change while others will do everything in their power to prevent it? Well, I think it all comes down to a matter of our perception. You know, change can come in many forms from a a planned, big, personal change, such as losing weight or choosing to eat healthier. You know, these are challenging changes, but often we can prepare, prepare ahead of time to meet those goals. But since changes can come suddenly without warning, they can be very big, like getting laid off from your job or losing the place that you live or even something as minor as something not going according to the plan on a particular day. You know, about a a year ago, I was uh, really coming up against this whole needing to plan thing. And so after a while, I finally did learn to let go and surrender because every time I tried to plan something, it invariably changed. And I think the angels... Uh, you know, that are around me all the time or giggling every time I would be, try to, you know, it's like, ah, I hear you laughing at me trying to plan, you know, and so it became kind of a little inside joke, though I will say at the time was very irritating. <laughs> but, you know, as a general rule, most of us resist change to some degree. Change can really upset our comfort level and bring up a number of issues, you know. And what happens, like I said, when it comes so rapidly and it's out of our control? Studies have shown that only 18% of people are mentally and emotionally ready for change in their lives. The majority of people are usually contemplating about, you know, and I've been there too, you know, what other people need to change in themselves, right, because we can always point to that much more quickly, or at best thinking of preparing for change that's kind of far off in the future, something that we can kind of uh, put off, you know. But why why do we really, you know, resist 
changes. And it's something that I think, you know, I really chose to speak about tonight because with so much changing, so much evolution really occurring right now and acceleration, if we understand why we resist change, then maybe we can learn to, to sort of go with the flow more, which is a wonderful thing when you can be in that space. But, you know, life is challenging sometimes. Sometimes it's very difficult to stay there. So why do we resist change? You know, one of the most common things is just the fear of the unknown. You know, wondering what will happen next, you know, especially when we're faced with something that's unexpected. The next thing I think that's a primary one is when we feel out of control. You know, we're going to resist things because, you know, we, we feel like we need to control in order to feel, as they said in the angel message, you know, a little safer, a little secure. Um, some people do resist change, and this might be true for you, you know, just afraid to move out of our comfort zone. We get very rooted in the things that are very, uh, sort of the everyday habits and things like that. And because we are so much creatures of habit, you know, and our normal routine can be so comfortable, we can just kind of convince ourselves, well, I like things the way that they are. Okay. Here's kind of a biggie, and I think this comes up for people who are making huge personal shifts and changes, you know, at a growth level personally or spiritually. You know, being faced with change can sometimes feel like uh, we may lose something that we personally value, such as relationships, friends. And I know a lot of people communicated to me that, you know, they're afraid they kind of, you know, rock the boat a little too much and maybe people won't be there. But, you know, some people are meant to be in our lives for decades and others are meant to only be there, you know, for a little while. And this is one of the most challenging realities of life, too. Not everyone is going to be willing, as you are, maybe to proceed on that particular journey, and that's okay. And the other, you know, the last aspect I really identified with resistance to change was just not really feeling capable. You know, when we get faced with something that's changing, you know, we may feel like it requires a bigger commitment on our part, and maybe we don't feel that we're really capable of making that change. So, you know, all of those things obviously can be labeled as fear, but you know me, I like to be very detailed when I'm giving these kinds of discussions. So, you know, but those are the primary things, you know, liking the way they are or wanting to control things, you know, fear of the unknown. And I think that's, I put that one at the top because it is really essentially when we start not being able to plan anything and we start, you know, our life starts to suddenly change or maybe not going the way that we had planned, uh, you know, it's that unknown factor that can be a hard time to have faith and trust, which you hear me talk about a lot. So, But I think that, you know, if if we're going to resist change less, you know, that we have to really correct Uh, you know, the perception that we have about change. We need to develop another way of viewing the situations in our lives. Each event that happens, you know, to you can have the ability to move you either forward or backward. And the way you choose to view that situation determines your experience. So I think that we need to understand that change in life is an inevitable part of it. I don't mean rationally understand this, but you know, getting deeper toward acceptance of change in its many forms. Because, you know, nothing lasts forever. And nothing of value has ever been achieved by remaining stagnant. 
stagnant. It's impossible. You know, we learn and grow due to change. When we're faced with a situation that forces a change of some kind, our awareness is inevitably expanded. I don't know how many times I've gone through very life-changing experiences um, and really struggled with them, but on the other end of them, you know, it's like suddenly our awareness of our own universe is, is different. And here's really the reality about change. Even though it may occur due to a negative event or, or something, it will inevitably lead to something good. And I think if we know that, if we understand that, it can make it much easier to, to be willing to face change from that excited standpoint. I think that the angels were trying to convey, oh, yay, change, you know. Um, but, you know, they are the change cheerleaders, I would say. The other thing, you know, is to if you know that you're anxious about you know, change in, in general or, or some of the changes coming up in your life, you know, try to keep your sense of humor. Uh, the other, you know, thing that I was thinking of is, you know, just try to stay as calm as you can, you know, work with that anxiety. Let yourself know, you know, change is not the end of the world. And the other thing is that, you know, when a change is happening, believe it or not, sometimes we just want to ignore it, you know, <laughs> that it's not happening, um, you, you know, and, and realize that, you know, we can't acknowledge those changes that are happening, uh, especially the ones that are more subtle, maybe not so up in, you know, in our face <laughs> dramatically. And so, you know, we don't want to do that. And, and I think uh, my other suggestion or last suggestion in changing the perception about changes, we need to look at life as less static or fixed, okay? We tend to think of life in terms of, Here's my life, here's my job, here's my business, and they're all nightly, nicely packaged with clear boundaries. And, and I think that that can create a lot of inflexibility in in your own personal map of reality. Okay? So when we shift that perception about change, what it means, you know, that it will bring good things to us, that life is meant to be ever-changing, not stagnant, then I think we can move into a space of choosing to embrace change. And, you know... The ability to go from resisting change, you know, to embracing change can happen for all of us. It may not happen overnight, but that's okay. You know, some changes will be more challenging than the others. You know, the next time you're faced with um, an experience which has caused your reality to change, you know, just take a deep breath and, and take a step back. But here's some suggestions, I think, that, you know, when we're going through, let's just say, okay, I'm embracing this change, but it's hard, right? It's a hard thing to experience, especially if it's coming, you know, for externally, you know, forcing these kinds of changes in your life. You're going to like this one, and you're going to think I'm speaking this backwards, but I want to say this first one. Don't just do something. Sit there. Okay, let me explain that. If you're facing a massive, re, you know, rescaling of your life, your first impulse will be to go into a whirlwind of activity, right? I've got to do this, I've got to do that. And that's what you feel like you should do. But I personally have discovered there's a lot more value in sitting quietly instead. So if you're embracing the change in your life, you know, being as still as possible and listening is very important. You know, have friends, of course, that support positive change. You know, if we're going to change, we want to be around other people who are embracing change too. So positive people are are really important. You know, and as we connect, you know, on the Internet or the show or other ways that we network right now, you know, we kind of find out that 
not every, you know, we're not the only ones having that experience. So other people who have decided to be a change embracer, you know, are <clears throat> definitely those friends that you want to have around. You know, uh, mother yourself a little bit. You know, I t- talk about self-care a lot. When familiar routines suddenly dissolve, you know, it can seem as if all your supports are gone, right? That's when we kind of get afraid. So relaxation techniques, other types of self-care, taking a walk in nature, you know, those things that can really renew you, okay? This is the one I call ignore your inner reptile. (laughs) I like to be humorous. You know that. Well, there's a part of the human mind that's often referred to as the reptilian brain. So we do have a little inner reptile. Um, and, and this is part of our brain that's existed even in the earliest of, of land mammals because it's uh, concerned with survival and our innate fight-or-flight response. And, you know, change can really trigger that easily. So we don't want to stay in that energy of fight-or-flight, which can be the initial reaction. You know, the other thing is to that I can suggest is seeking out new perspectives. You know, Zen practitioners cultivate the don't know mind. They work to assume they don't know anything and in that way see the world fresh and new. And, you know, this is a great way to, I feel, to approach change is an opportunity to start anew to consider all the possibilities. When you're embracing change, you should make a habit of pushing your comfort zone. You know, do new things. Try new experiences. If you're afraid of groups and you know that, attend a seminar with a big group of people. You know, push push those limits. Anybody who knows me knows that I'm always stretching my comfort zone because I know that ultimately, even if I have a little fear and I acknowledge that and I still choose to do it, that that's going to get me uh, where I want to go a lot, you know, a lot quicker. The other uh, thing here, too, is what we have a hard time embracing change, I feel, is learning to live with uncertainty. You know, and the best way that I know to to live with uncertainty or that unknown that I was talking about is one of the greatest fears, to stay in the present moment as much as possible so that you can encounter kind of from that new space, you know, each experience as as it comes rather than giving in to the anxiety about what if, what's going on, what should I be doing, da-da-da-da-da, you know, all those things that our mind starts babbling on and on about. The other uh, suggestion I have is listening to your inner wisdom. You know, when change is happening rapidly, we can feel like we've got to take action, receive a lot of advice from others, which, of course, is helpful. But always evaluate the wisdom of others against your own feelings. And if your wisdom directs you differently than the common wisdom around you, steer your own course, because I think that we... You know, ultimately we want to surround ourselves with positive things, but just because one thing worked for one person doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, one size fits all kind of situation. And the last, because uh, I know I've got a caller in the queue here, well, the last thing with embracing change that I think can really kind of kickstart this, and that's why I left it for, for the last, is what I call shedding your old skin. You know, sometimes embracing change requires that we consciously shed old stuff. You know, whatever's cluttering your life in your mind, let it go. But sometimes, you know, if you look around at your house, it's kind of cool to say, you know, what can I get rid of that I really don't need anymore? And are you the kind of person that pack wraps everything? You know, sometimes the literal house cleaning and changing that, changing your environment can open you up to embrace change in other ways. So, you know, we all know in summary that 
um, everybody is experiencing change right now. So you can choose to to be the one of those resistors or one of those who embrace change. So it's all up to you guys, and I know that you can do it. So. So thank you for letting me share a little bit about navigating change. And I don't want to keep Nancy waiting any longer. I know she's been waiting a while. So, Nancy, welcome to the Angel Connection. Thank you. I really enjoyed your show. It's been very informative. Well, thank you, Nancy. What can I do for you this evening? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to embark on major change. And um, I've written a book, and I'm... I've written two authors to um, recommend my book to a specific agent. And I feel really led, I feel really good about this, and I was just wondering, um, am I on the right path? Well, I I see so much communication around you that I think it's wonderful that, um, that, you know, that you are writing, that you're, that you're communicating, you know, and putting yourself out there that way because I think that that is one of your greatest gifts. And what the angels say about this, I think that I feel very positive about these feelers that you've got out there. Um, but, you know, some things do realign, and, of course, the nature of life has changed. But yeah. I want to very much encourage you not to become discouraged. That pathway is out there, you know. Um, I see that this will all come together, you know, just within the next two, three months at the very most. So I, I believe you're on the right track. And I see just uh, uh, just wonderful angelic energy around you and just really want to congratulate you for, you know, putting those thoughts down to share with other people. I think that's wonderful. Well, it's it's one of those things of putting yourself out there and just doing it. <laughs> I know you got to push that, right? <laughs> That's what I was talking about, pushing the comfort zone. So, so I know Nancy, you're trying to be a change embracer. So that's it's a good thing, and you just you the trust and faith in yourself are just so important. You're on the right track, dear. So don't give up that dream and just keep going. Okay. Okay, I'll do that. Thank you so much for all your wisdom. I really appreciate it. <laughs> oh, thank you, Nancy. Have a, a wonderful weekend. Thanks, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, it looks like I have uh, Clara on the line. I can get to another caller here. Clara, welcome to the hey. Angel Connection. How, How are you are doing? You? Good. What can so, I do for you, dear? Yes. So um, uh, I had a very pretty relationship, and it was going very well. And then I got pregnant, and here I am, single mom. But the father never left. I think he, he got into a panic. He really got into a panic. And, and you know, time passed, and uh, he's now, he he's coming around. He's He got closer again. He got really distant because he was afraid. He Every time I was growing, you know, my, the, my belly, he was going farther. And then I had the baby, and then he, he actually... I mean, he wanted to see a baby, and, and we live in different cities now because I moved, because I didn't know what was happening, so I moved. And just to give him space also, because I, I did feel that he was in into a panic. And now he's kind of coming around, but he's still not, like, completely there. He hasn't, he's very slow taking decisions. He communicates every day, and, and he he's, um, you know, he's now feeling the baby, but he's not. He hasn't come as I would like him to come, 
basically, um, you know, being present. And and so I just wanted to, to see how I could help in the process for him to um, to come around completely. Because I think he's also very afraid of what people might say because he didn't do it since the beginning and he didn't take really charge. Well, you know what I see with him is that when he was growing up, there was a lot of uh, a lot of shame, a lot of things kind of put on him, and so this really greatly contributes to his fear, especially with other people relying on him. And wow, you know, the biggest thing, of course, would be a child bringing a child into to the world, you know. And I think what he has to do, and, and this is all happening for a reason for him, especially um, because his heart wants to be a part of his child's life. Um, and this is kind of like what we were talking about, embracing change, pushing, you know, it's really pushing up against uh, that comfort zone for him. Um, but, you know, I think that uh, he will come around more as time goes on, you know, it's patience. And I, I'm, the angels are really helping him right now, too, to be able to let go of some of those things. So he will come around. I think you're doing everything to be supportive and, and understanding about this, and you're a wonderful mom. So, you know, I see all of that. You know, it, it, it's just going to take some time for him to decide to let go of all okay. that. So do you think that this year he could he could come around, just like realize like that aha moment to say, okay, I cannot. Because I, 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 I don't want to linger forever because then I, I won't be open to to other opportunities. Right. And, well, you know, and I think that, you know, giving him a little more time, you know, but certainly the angels say that you have to do also what's best for you and your daughter, too. Mm-hmm. So, well, we're coming to the close of the show, dear. I'm sorry I don't have more time, uh, Clara, but thank you so much for calling, and good luck. Thank you. Well, that's all the time we have for this evening. Of course, I have always enjoy spending time with you. You've been listening to the Angel Connection Show with C.J. Martis. Be ter- sure to tune in next week's show, Letting Go of Resistance, another hot topic for all of us and an aspect of tonight's show. Don't forget you can submit questions on my website that I can answer on a, air on a future show by going to my website, and you can submit prayer requests to C.J. at cjmartis.com. Until then, my friends, remember to be angelic to yourselves so that you can become an angel to others. Take care and have a wonderful week. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to the Angel Connection, a weekly show about all things angelic with your host, international healer and author, C.J. Martins. Well, good evening to all my angel friends out there. This is C.J. Martis, and you're listening to the Angel Connection on Friday, May 11th. I want to welcome all of you for this edition of my show entitled Letting Go of Resistance. And I think it's a great follow-up topic for from last week's show that we had done on navigating change. After the discussion of our topic tonight, I'll open up those phones in the last 10 minutes. Remember, that call-in number is one eight seven seven two nine six zero three. Four five. Due to the number of callers I get each week, I'm so sorry if I can't get to everyone. Well, you know, as I select the topics that kind of either pop into my mind or, or the angels sort of 
deliver them to me, so it's kind of a neat process. But I'll tell you what, I'm really TGIFing today because <laughs> it has been a crazy, strange week. And so I'm happy to say if you, any of you all are experiencing unusual emotions, kind of a crazy, crazy week, that I'm at least happy to report the seraphim and the angel message are going to give us some information about that because I, this things that we're starting this week are going to continue through the next week. So, and, and actually I was kind of complaining to the angels, believe it or not, this afternoon because I wish they'd have given me a little more of a heads up about three or four days ago. So we've been kind of laughing about that in my, in my house all afternoon. So I do have some prayer requests, obviously. I, you know, um, I do get these all the time, which I appreciate everyone who sends them in, and I'm always happy to include them. Uh, in my show, I, I want to ask that you please continue prayers for Dell and her family. I know she's been on the prayer request for a while, but you know her family and Dell herself definitely need our support. And we have some new prayer requests this week too. I p- please offer uh, prayers for Jill's daughter. She's only 16 and she's dealing with Hashimoto's encephalitis. And even that name kind of sounds like something really severe. I don't know what that is particular, but please pray that she you know, has a speedy recovery and that she gets back to, to where she's used to be. And please remember in your daily prayers, Margaret's daughter, Megan. She's been really struggling with self-esteem, depression, and she's a beautiful girl. And I, I, we pray, you know, she can see her own beauty very soon and have strength to guide her through her difficult times. So I ask the angels to be with her this week and the upcoming weeks to to help her and, and reflect to her 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 beauty and her greatness. So that's my that's my prayer for for her. And so, you know, when I was going through looking for the inspiring story, I kind of stumbled upon this one this week, and I just uh, just had to share it. So there's this this man who makes a pit stop at a local McDonald's. It's a warm day. He's getting ready to go home. He wants to get himself a shake. Well, little did he know that he was the angel in disguise that day. Because when he got out of his car, he heard a drive-thru employee shouting for help and pointing at a car that had pulled in to the drive-thru. And there's a grandmother that was going to the drive-thru with her 10-year-old grandson in the back seat. And I guess what he had done is he'd wiggled out a part of his seatbelt and wound it around his neck several times. Then it unfortunately locks into place. And so as the grandmother's driving through the line, the drive through employee sees this and starts screaming. Well, the, the man immediately responded. He had a pocket knife, thank goodness. He cuts the, the child loose, but he was already blue. His heart had stopped. Well, this gentleman started CPR, and basically right there in the drive through saves this, this young boy's life. And, you know, when I'm looking for the inspiring stories, you know, I, I not only get inspired, and I hope they inspire you, but what what is so wonderful, I think, about the, the Good Samaritans that I talk about on my show is that, you know, when they started calling him a hero, this guy starts saying, no, 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 no. He goes, I think hero's stretching it a bit, you know, and he's so humble. And he says, well, he had two kids of his own and hoped that if one of his own children were in trouble that anyone would try to come and help them too. But I thought it was just a wonderful story. And so I'm so grateful that he was in the right place at the right time. You know, how how awful for that to be going on and the grandmother not even realizing it because the child couldn't, you know, yell or ask for help or anything. Okay. So just as I promised, 
if you've had a little bit of a bumpy week. Here's the angel message for the week of May 11th. And hopefully this will help all of us have a little more information (laughs) as we're going through our week. Dear ones, you may find the energies this week to be somewhat disruptive, which can create more emotions than usual or even make you feel slightly agitated for no apparent reason. You know, over the past couple of days, you may already be experiencing some of this. You're now in a period of time where things may feel much more chaotic within you. You're actually at a much higher level trying to modify the areas of you that are not in balance emotionally and even physically. This is a process of rebalancing that will continue for the next couple of weeks. Accept and use these unusual feelings to illuminate where you have resistance in your life. This will be very helpful for navigating change and learning to let go. If you take each moment one at a time, it will definitely help you stay more in the present moment and get less off track. You may find this harder to do than usual, but don't allow yourself to become overly frustrated with you this week. You may even find old negative thoughts returning that haven't surfaced in a while. Don't worry that you're going backwards or reverting because you aren't. You're just going deeper. The key this week is to allow and accept whatever is happening. If you try to control it because life's feeling out of control for you, then you will create more issues for yourself. Release and let go more than you have in the past. It will let you flow better with the currents of energy that are making things feel very shook up right now. This may not be the best week for making major life decisions because the rebalancing effect that the world is experiencing right now can distort the truth of whatever is happening, but this effect is temporary. But most of all, go deeper this week to trust yourself and have faith that you are fully capable to achieve or overcome whatever you are currently facing. You will need more stillness this week to quiet the waters of your inner world. When you feel resistance or restlessness, go outside, take a walk, or find something that will bring you greater peace. Take deeper breaths and focus yourself on surrender. Visualize gratitude for the many gifts that you have in your life. Willingly open your heart to receive more. Open your mind to understand more, and the answers will come to you. After this process of rebalancing, things will accelerate again, and the exciting journey will continue. Keep going, dear ones, and continue to seek your inner truth. We are always with you to support your healing and awakening processes. Call upon us when you need a helping hand this week, and we'll bring peace and understanding. Until next time, dear ones, we are the Seraphim. Well, that's a powerful message. And when I was actually uh, recording this message this afternoon, what I saw was this effect of, all this wonderful, momentous, accelerated energy coming in and really what is happening right now rather than, you know, like myself, I was kind of cranky this week um, for no apparent reason. You know, it's it's not that we're reverting to old behaviors or even negative behaviors. It's just through this rebalancing process that makes us kind of feel unsteady or unstable or can cause sort of this just sort of feeling like your nerves are a little, a little raw than most, so... Everyone try to have that stillness this week. It will help you navigate. I'm, I'm quite certain of it. And so what we're, what we're talking about this week is letting go of resistance. You know, why is this personal growth so challenging? You know, what's the invisible force that creates this giant obstacle? Well, simply put, put the forces, what we call resistance. It's like a giant rubber band that tries to pull us back whenever we may stray too far from where we currently are. 
you might not be able to see it, but you sure can feel the pull. And I guess in, in my case this week, the snap <laughs> of it slamming right back. So it's interesting because I do learn a lot as I do these shows because I, I select a topic and then I find that my whole life is nothing but a workshop in that topic, by the way, before I get to my Friday evenings. So essentially, you know, resistance is any thought, belief, or behavior, either conscious or unconscious, that would stand in opposition to whatever we desire to create in our life. So on the surface, you know, we can be doing positive affirmations, creative visualizations, imagining our success, but in the end, we really get what we expect every single time. If you don't believe that you can have the thing you desire, it will show up as resistance. And so this comes more from the subconscious and the subconscious is like that rubber band that can kind of pull us back into, you know, those those older energies. So essentially, you know, when we're clearing those old negative beliefs and things, we're attempting to tame the subconscious mind. And it's not really something that we can force or coerce, though we'd like to slam it over the head sometimes, right, you know, when it's not behaving. You know, here's an example of kind of what happens to you, though, when you use conscious willpower to try to make your subconscious mind do something. This is a good example. You may remember times when you studied hard for an important test or exam and you were sure that when that you knew the material well, but when the time came, the only thing more blank than the test sheet was your mind. I don't know how many people have experienced this, but the harder you tried to remember the answer, the worse it came. And to top it all off, after the test was over and the pressure is off, the answers came flooding back to you. So your conscious mind studies real hard for the test, but those fears and things creep up subconsciously. So controlling this subconscious mind obviously has nothing to do really with control or force or coercion. In fact, it's really the opposite, and that's what we're talking about in in letting go of resistance. It's really a matter of calm, confident, and congruent thoughts, images, and feelings being consciously created and held onto with feelings of positive expectancy, I like that phrase, and focused on what you want, not what you don't want. Well, I think that's kind of key sometimes is if we're always focused on what we think is wrong with us or what we're trying to eradicate, then we actually can create more resistance. So what you have to do, first of all, I think, and you'll hear me talk about this a lot, I know, I know, surrendering is a broken record. Um, I think probably most of my good friends probably roll their eyes when I say that. But it's true. Practice letting go. And one of the best ways that I know to beat your resistance is to practice letting go. When we can successfully break our emotional attachments to what is, you know, our our, our connection and, and attachment, we allow room for growth. And there are many, many ways to practice letting go. But I always kind of recommend that you start small and work your way up. You know me. I'm the teacher of let's be realistic, let's start small, let's let's do things that are achievable, right? I used to be a person that just put so much pressure on myself to perform, you know, to do, to do things super quick, you know. But we have to just relax. We have to be able to let go. And the first thing on the top of my list is control. You know, when we try to control too many things in our lives, we get all caught up in hanging on to the plan. I know you guys have all encountered that lately. And the angels laugh when I plan, as I've let you know in other previous shows. You know, so try something different. Try letting others make a deci- the decision. Or hey, even have the last word. I know that's hard sometimes. Drive in the fast lane or have that first place in line. 
you know, practice letting go of concepts of your position in your life or that life is a competition, you know, where we're trying to race for the finish line. And really the only thing we have control over truly is what our choices are. So all that other stuff that you might find yourself controlling or trying to control, that's going to create tremendous resistance. I actually found this suggestion on the web, which I thought was a really good one. Just try to do something different, especially when we feel stagnant or resistance. You know, we may not know where it's coming from, but there are things you can do externally in your life that can kind of get that process going. So doing something different. Try to switch these things up. Do you always drive home a certain route? Do you always eat the same thing for breakfast? You know, we're definitely habitual creatures, right? If you add variety, you may see things you've been missing and, and let go of more resistance because you're being more flexible externally, which eventually filters into the interior. So take a different route home and and, and things like that to try to do something that you don't normally do on a consistent basis. Letting go of wanting. Now, this one, you know, letting go of wanting is not the absence of having those things which we desire. It's that wanting or craving that comes from more of a state of neediness and lack, right? You know, sometimes when we really want something so bad, we have such a strong desire. It really can create resistance because it's coming from that place. The feeling of it is more like an attachment or or a worry about that that lack. You know, it's having attachment to people, places, outcomes. So in letting go of wanting, you know, it's that's when you're focusing more on gratitude and find reasons to be happy and fulfilled right now. You know, how often do we obviously have this laundry list of things we want to do or we want to work on, um, but sometimes just that letting go process and... and Letting go of that that wanting, that craving can definitely help. And as you embrace small changes in your life, your need for emotional security will shift as well and your resistance will lower. When you feel less stressed from not clinging to what is, you can weaken that resistance. And, you know, as we're all going through our own experiences, though, as we've learned on this show, it's definitely in many cases a collective experience. We have to be able to let go of some of that, you know, let go of the control, just try to flow, you know, and be in the present moment. So here's some things that um, are probably not new concepts, but ways that I, I have personally used to deal with resistance directly. First one is be honest with yourself. That one I know can be kind of hard. You know, sometimes we have a much easier time being honest about all the people in our life, but not necessarily about ourselves. So you want to be clear on how you participate in that reality you continue to experience. You know, ask yourself, what limiting thought, belief, or pattern of behavior am I currently holding on to that is standing in the way of my desire? What false story do I keep telling myself that affirms maybe the current position I'm in? And when we're honest with ourselves, then we can really take 100% responsibility for being that powerful creator that we are. We're all powerful creators. So we have to to be honest with ourselves and, and see, 
everything. You know, we've talked about on the show about the shadow part of ourselves. Maybe that's the least desirable part you want to look at, but we, we need to deal with ourselves up front without fear. The next thing on my list here is, you know, staying out of self-judgment. This one's a biggie. And the biggie with self-judgment is a lack, obviously, of acceptance of ourselves, that whole spectrum, like you hear me talk about a lot. So just like in the acorn, think about it. It lives with the potential to become a mighty oak tree, this little bitty thing. Think of that acorn. So you're much, much like that. You're like it that um, everything that that mighty oak tree, to become that mighty oak tree is in that acorn, and likewise it's inside of you. You also have to remember none of life is like a game to reach the finish line first. Instead, accept your resistance as a tool to let you know what specifically needs clearing or releasing. So acceptance is really key. Next on my list here is, you know, do what you can do something about. <clears throat> let go of all those things, as I mentioned before, that you have no control over. And and honestly, sometimes just being becoming aware of a pattern is all that's really required. And, of course, there's other times we need to take an action to make a change. But if we're having resistance or things, you know, that we, we have no true control over, especially other people or things that are coming externally, we need to only concern ourselves with things that we can do something about. Fourth on my list is focusing on something else. You know, when you find yourself thinking about what you want and why you want it so badly, resistance is usually present at the exact same time. Instead of continuing that thinking process, think instead of something else that pleases you or that you have gratitude for. This can really relax you and allow you to create a space of lesser resistance. And again, you'll hear me talk a lot about, you know, self-care and giving yourself the space that you need. And as the angel message said this week, creating stillness for ourselves. So sometimes we can really relax that resistance when we allow ourselves to get into that still point, right? Even if it's just for five or ten minutes. It's very important. And, you know, the last one on on the list that I want to uh, mention is it can be very helpful to look for stories that help to change your expectations. And what I mean by that, um, you know, we look often, and I ran into this with a client this week, we often have expectations of ourselves because we look at other people and we kind of assume that they have their shit together, pardon my French, together more than, oops, more than than normal, you know, more than, more than we do. And so, I told you it was a crazy week. Um, but we, we say to ourselves, you know, it'll never happen for me, Right. Or that person is a whole lot smarter than, or wiser than I am. You know, we look at these external, um, these other people. We look at them as as the successful ones, while we're not we're not the successful people. But if you change your own story, you change those expectations. So if you see someone like that that 
when you know you want to know their whole story because we assume that they were just already packaged that way, right? <laughs> but as I share with you on my my show, you know I'm not not perfect, and I used to be a very scared, very anxious person. But we we need to understand that all those people who have had these breakthrough successes, whether it be enlightenment, personal growth, all of these things that they started somewhere, right? They didn't just magically appear or arrive at that moment where they were successful. And so we want to definitely pay attention to to those things and to help create a story. You know, instead of never happens to me, it could be if it can happen for someone else, then it can happen for me. So look for a story that you most resonate with, someone you wish to emulate perhaps. And let that new story about you become your new possibilities. And I think sometimes when we see others who may not be struggling as much as we may be at that particular moment, it's it's so easy to get real down on ourselves or go to that self-judgment, right? Because we think, I should be able to be that way or I should be able to do this or that. Okay, so you want to look, you want to look for those kinds of stories, you know, looking at things more from the realm of possibility. You know, letting go can be a very liberating experience. And at first you may feel like you're really giving something up when you practice letting go. But in reality, you're liberating yourself. You're allowing yourself to let go of those resistances. And so... You know, we all have those resistances. I, Like I said, I came up against a lot of resistance this week just kind of out of nowhere. I'm like, what is going on with me? You know, so I have those moments too. And the thing that we have to remind ourselves when we hit those moments, when we're having these things go on that we didn't expect or um, <clears throat> can be very life-changing, you know, we have to remind ourselves to really surrender to the possibilities of that moment. Just because a moment looks a particular way doesn't necessarily mean the outcome of that situation won't be a positive one, which I've talked about that in other shows as well, where, you know, what we assume is going to be the process, you know, we do a lot of assuming sometimes that, that and we really limit ourselves when we make those assumptions, so. So we talked last week about navigating change and this week about, you know, learning to let go, and when we can practice more letting go, then that really gives us that opportunity, I think, to <clears throat> be able to sort of let go of a lot of those things that we do spend. You know, I got to a per- certain point on my own path that I learned that I was spending a lot of time either try- you know, trying to control or, or maybe a lot of energy judging myself or a lot of energy worrying about something that I had no control over. So if you could take just one bit of that energy this week that you might have worried or that you might have concerned yourself with something that you have no control over and you use that energy to get into gratitude, to stillness, you can change that energy. Use it for something else. It's really your choice this week. So I'm going to leave you now then with a final thought on on letting go of resistance. And I'd like to welcome Ashley to the Angel Connection. Welcome, Ashley. Hi, thank you. Very interesting topic tonight. Well, thank you very much. What can I do for you, dear? Um, well, I heard you're doing angel readings. Uh-huh. Um, do you, 
should it should you do one for me? Uh, it can be general, so let's let's go with that. But first, of, first of all, I want to say something because the angels, the minute we connected, were immediately talking about, uh, especially the next several months for you. Uh huh. And so they're showing me a lot of changes, a lot of growth, and, and some very positive things coming your way. So I wanted to affirm that. And they're cool. talking about something that you're either going after or you're spending a great deal of energy yep. on right now. And so they they want me to tell you just keep going. And, you know, even if little bumps come along the way, you're really on the right track there. Oh, goosebumps. <laughs> I got goosebumps, too. So it's 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 so I, I really am very excited about you know they don't always tell me every little thing that that you're doing but they knew they tell me enough that you know what I'm talking about I guess I know exactly what you're talking about okay so but they're just they're pretty excited about that and now what I see around you for angels is that um, you have a lot of creativity around you I do see like archangel. Um, I see Ariel around you primarily. You do have a guardian angel. And then you also have uh, a family member near you that has passed. This is an elderly, I think an elderly woman. She's um, calling, I I might get a name for her in just a moment, but she's very gentle, very, very kind, and, and she just watches over you. Um, and other people in your family, but primarily you, you were very connected. In life, in life I was very connected with her. Um, mm-hmm. At, at a very, de- at a, a deeper spiritual level, but I just wanted to acknowledge that she's, she's there. So, it feels, feels much like a, like a grandmother kind of figure to me, though she's pretty quiet, so I don't know if she passed a while ago, you know, a while back, or, or because uh, so, sometimes when they're not real talkative, that can be that they've passed for you know passed oh, a while ago. But whatever this is that you're putting together, um, that the angels are talking about, Ashley, I'm glad that you called so that we could confirm for you that you were you were definitely going in the right direction. Good, because what you were talking about in the show just like spurred all kinds of thoughts about it. So. Oh, well, I always like to hear that. <laughs> That's why I do the show. <laughs> well, it's just one of those, um, you know, most everything's good on, I just feel what you're saying, and I know that something exciting is about to happen, and I am working really hard to um, keep growing in that way. And um, But, you know, also feeling the little tiny bumps. But, I mean, I, since I'm doing so much work, of course there's going to be little tiny bumps. Mostly it's good. That's right. And the outcomes, even of the bumpy times, can, you know, what's on the other side of those things, you know, and I'm sure you agree, we have to kind of trust that process, don't we? Yeah, because I would love to know what's on the outcome. <laughs> what's on the other side? Uh, like, the, well, you know, me too. What? Me too. I was giving the angels a little bit of a hard time here, you know. <laughs> kind of a bumpy week for me, but um, yeah. I, we laugh and have a good time with that around here, so. <laughs> yeah. Is there any advice, like any advice for me about if I keep going? They really say you're on the right track, and this is about you know larger belief in yourself, really tapping into your creativity. Um, I just you know 
dream big is what they're saying to me. Just make sure that you're not looking at the things you're doing, very, you know, too narrowly. But other than that, you're doing a really great job. So. Yeah. Cool. Very nice. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. Uh, looks like we're getting to the end of my time, but I hope you have a wonderful weekend, Ashley. Thanks for calling. Yeah, and you were right. I do. I'm in a creative career, so. Well, that's but. good. That's your power, girl. <laughs> now I know. Now I know who my angel is. You said Ariel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Thank you so much. I'll definitely tune in again. All right. Thank you. Well, that's all the time we have for this evening. That was fun. You've been listening to the Angel Connection Show with C.J. Martis. Be sure to tune in next week to the show's All About Angels. That's cool. It's my favorite topic, of course. Don't forget you can submit questions on my website that I can answer on future shows by going to my website. Until then, my friends, next week, remember to be angelic to yourselves so that you can become an angel to others. I love you and have a great weekend. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.